Hi guys, this is the season finale and I picked a heck of a time to do it. I just got back to London, which I'll explain in a minute. Got back from London. Oh, Ronnie, I can't even speak properly. My mouth is on fire at the moment because I wanted to get this frozen drink from McDonald's because it is like 25 degrees and I was hot after the trains and everything back from London. And anyway, I got this spicy chicken burger that's like limited edition from McDonald's. And I swear to God, it is worse than a zinger. Like I thought a zinger was bad, but my mouth is so on fire that it just keeps salivating. Does that make sense? <laughs> and I have to keep swallowing and I'm drinking and oh dear, it's not good. I ate probably like three quarters of it and I was like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Why am I putting myself through this? Because as soon as my mouth would cool down, I'd have another bite and as soon as it touched my tongue. It was just like, oh, anyway, if you don't like spicy food, definitely don't have that because I've never had anything. I've never had a burger that spicy in my life. It's insane. There should be challenges on YouTube for this, for this burger. Who can eat the spicy chicken burger? Whew. Anyways, like I said, I just got back from London. So I'll give you guys a bit of an announcement because I am kind of in the middle of filming today's vlog um, where I finally told them I have officially left my job at Sainsbury's. I handed in my notice, which actually um, it might just be terminating today because I'm on sick leave at the moment. So there's not much point in having notice. So we're just in the middle of discussing that and figuring that out. So we might just terminate it today. Done and dusted. Um, because the reason is I had a call with a job offer, um, while I've been off sick, sorry if I'm speaking weird, it's literally so hot, um, for a job back in hospitality, back with Hilton, back at reception and in London. So there is some commuting involved. However, um, I popped in today for the first time because, um, so what happened was I had the phone call, uh, sorry, I had the email requesting the interview on the same day. So I did the interview and then I actually had the job offer on the same day as well. It all happened so fast and I was super worried that it was like the first job offer I'd had back into hospitality. And I was like, maybe we jumped the gun. Maybe like the salary was really good. Maybe it's like, <laughs> or maybe we should have waited. I don't know. So, and because also it was a little bit, um, what's the word? Not, I don't think disconcerting is what, uh, it made me a little bit nervous because I jumped into something and I didn't, I hadn't even been to the hotel. I just seen the people on the Microsoft team meetings interview. I didn't know anything about the hotel and anything like that. I just jumped in and accepted it because of the salary, because I would be back with Hilton and I was just excited. And I thought, Oh my God, I didn't even know anything before I accepted this. Because basically, usually what you would do or what I would do if I go for an interview with hospitality is you go in, you go up to reception. And because I have a reception background, that's like my first gauging point. So I go up to reception and say, hi, I have an interview, blah, blah, blah. And I kind of see what their customer service is and everything like that, because you're not a guest. But at the same time, like you still have to be nice to people that are there for interviews, like you don't know what they're interviewing for. So that kind of gives me like a bit of a 
um, idea of what their reception is like. And then usually you sit there for like five or 10 minutes, sometimes longer, waiting while the person finishes their other interview or whatever it is they're doing. So you get to kind of watch what's going around the hotel, see how it all works, see how busy it is and everything, get a feel for it. Um, but obviously I didn't have that. So I came in today because originally the person that hired me and the general manager were going to be away when I started on the 26th. So he kind of wanted to show me around the hotel, introduce me to a few people so that I didn't feel um, like that when I came in, there wasn't anyone there to welcome me. I didn't know what was going on and I was just kind of thrown in there. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's why I went in today. So I got to see one of their rooms, one of their suites, which is amazing. It has access on two floors. So it has stairs that go up to the bedroom. And then also they showed me the outdoor area, which has like its secret beach and a little secret garden. And it has the domes that you can sit in. Um, and they have all these meeting rooms and stuff, which I didn't get to see. But I saw like the breakfast restaurant area and the bar. And I met um, a couple of people from F&B and from reception and sales. So I did get to meet a few people. And it was nice to actually be there in person. It made it a bit more real and a little less <laughs> nerve-wracking <laughs> to know that I've actually been there and I've kind of seen some things. There's a lot that you need to... Um, kind of get to know when when you go to a new hotel so like the room types are one because everyone codes their rooms differently um the pricing and everything is like the last thing you need to know when you start at reception it's basically the room types what you can upgrade to for diamond and gold members um like which are your best rooms which are your standard rooms like the tiers of rooms um the meeting rooms, the facilities. So like sometimes now with the gyms, people need to sign in, like they need to book a time. They can't just go straight down to the gym. Um, so like there they have them come to reception first and they need to fill in a form for the gym and then they can just go down and use it. They don't need to book to go down and use it. There's different little things like procedures basically that you need to know. So that's a nerve wracking part to kind of go, okay, forget everything that is in your head and refill it with new information. Because I remember even when I started at Sainsbury's and I might've said this on a podcast while I was doing the health and safety, the health and safety for the hotel that I used to work at was going through my head, all the fire training and everything. And it's still like in my head, like I know that hotel, like the back of my hand, because I was there pre-opening. We built it up together. Like, I could go back there and start working there and not have an issue. But I need to forget about that hotel and kind of fill my head with a new thing. So it would be really cool if I could, I don't know, get information like the room types and things like that and be prepared for when I go in. So it's not completely like, oh, okay. <laughs> but I think uh, what he was saying was that it'll be like a nine to five the first day and then probably for the first week. So that, um, I don't know if there's health and safety courses I need to do and things like that, but um, it'll be kind of like a smooth transition in. And then there's a front office manor, manager starting on the 16th. Um, a lot of their reception team is quite new as well, like literally within the last three weeks. Uh, the hotel is a rebrand from a Crown Plaza. It's really nice. Like, I mean, Crown Plaza is really nice anyway, so they haven't had to refurbish and do everything like that. Just kind of make it look a bit more like Doubletree. Um, 
but yeah, so that's exciting news. So I was meant to start on the 26th, but obviously, so I went to have this hand therapy at the hospital yesterday. So by the way, today is the 16th. <laughs> I went to have hand therapy at the hospital yesterday and they were kind of just saying that it would still be helpful to have the six weeks off. Um, but everything looks like it's healing really well just to give it that time and everything like that. Um, to be careful because of I'm still susceptible to infections and everything. So to keep it covered, like especially when I'm out and all of that. Um, and yeah, but they didn't see any issue with um, the incision or anything like that, which was great news. I did get a little bit over enthusiastic when I realized how much I could do. And I probably started doing a little bit too much. Like today, when I went to sit down in the interview, I automatically, like, because it was a booth, I automatically put my right hand down to kind of like push myself across, which obviously was not a great idea and did not feel great when I did it. But it just does things that just automatically happen. And I have a bandage on my hand today because obviously I went into London and I wanted to make sure I was extra protected. I have a plaster over the incision as well underneath the bandage. But um, yeah, even with the bandage on, I mean, it kind of stops me for a second, but I still do it. My brain is just because it's my dominant hand, my brain just goes into doing it. So I'm trying really hard to still try and use my left hand. However, with the left hand, which is what I primarily went to the hospital for, um, because I have tendonitis in my left wrist and also like trigger wrist, just like trigger thumb, but trigger wrist where your ligament kind of gets stuck in the tunnel that it is, it's like it swells and it kind of gets stuck in the tunnel that it's housed in <laughs> basically. Um, so you just, I need to, I put the ibuprofen gel on it every day. And the idea is I wear the splint and I just, you know, rest my hand as much as possible. And she said, try not to use your hand if you can. I thought that's great advice <laughs> for at the moment. I'm having this issue with my right hand. So my left hand has obviously been used a little bit more than necessary. However, um, yeah, I was just a little bit concerned about starting on the 26th as well when we were talking at the hospital um, about the six weeks off, just because I know with reception, it's a lot of like you basically spend the whole day there either on the phone or with your hand on a mouse, clicking, clicking, clicking all the time, which I know uses your wrist muscles as well and typing as well. And I just didn't want to overdo it too soon because I don't want to end up in a situation where I end up with wrist pain, which is completely unrelated to carpal tunnel. And then I have to go back to the hospital and say, okay, this is happening. And then they say, you need to wear this. And it, it just makes it really complicated. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I want to give the new job the best start possible. So I have a new job, which is super exciting. And I'm so excited to go back to Hilton. Like I said in the vlog, obviously these kind of things, like I don't really talk about where I work or anything like that, because I feel like there's boundaries there and it's professionalism and privacy. There's certain things in my life I don't talk about. However, I am always happy to talk about the brand and um, what Hilton gets involved in and it's, you know, global impact and all this kind of stuff because Hilton has 17 brands now. So, and I'm just super excited to go back to work for them because it's a company where I really like their culture. I believe in their values and everything. So probably when I come back, because I will have been working there. When did I say I come back? It's 
July now, so August, September, October, so I'd probably come back like November. I will have been working there about three or four months by that point. So I'll be fairly settled into commuting and everything like that. So then I'll probably do like a podcast where I'm talking about Hilton and the brand and all this, give it a bit of promotion. Um, but yeah, so yeah, also obviously I'm commuting, which is fine. I, like I said, I went in today and I have this, I wore a pair of my new work shoes because I got a pair of flat shoes and a pair of heels. Um, but I made the biggest rookie mistake and forgot to put plasters on my heels and I completely destroyed them. So I had to get off the train. So I go from Severden to Wimbledon and then I change and get on the district line and then the rest of the journey is on the district line. Um, but I had to get off at Wimbledon and run into boots and get plasters because I was like, it was so painful. And even after the plasters, it was painful. But I have literally two plasters <laughs> on each ankle, on each heel, sorry, because I just can't even believe that I did that. But anyways, so the commute was super easy. It's literally like an hour. Um, I timed it better coming back because obviously I wasn't running to get plasters and stuff. And I left the hotel um, at 27 past four and I got back into the apartment at 26 past five. So I'm super happy with that. It is a super easy commute a lot easier than I thought. I mean, I've gone to Wimbledon and changed and all this before, but the tube station is literally right across the road from the hotel. You don't have to like in some of the tubes because it's on the district line. Um, a lot of it's overground anyway. There's not where you have to actually go underground. So it's not a case of having to walk through tunnels and stuff late at night. You literally go across to the tube station go downstairs, get on the tube, and then you get off at Wimbledon, and then you have to go up the stairs and then cross the bridge and back down the stairs to get to the train side. And then you get on the train and then you literally walk out of Surbiton Station, go across the road and you get on the bus to go home. Or if I want to walk, it's probably, I, I did this by catching the bus from my house because it stops right outside my house. Um, if I was walking, it would easily add an extra 15 minutes. So if I wanted to walk, I could easily walk, but I'm going to change my Oyster card to a travel card anyway. So it if it gives me extra time, if I'm doing early shifts and I get to sleep a bit more in the morning, then I'm totally fine with that. I don't have any issue with that. Um, but yeah, I will probably walk sometime, probably more coming back than going there because then it won't matter if you get hot and sweaty coming back, you can just jump in the shower. The other thing is that at the moment, they're just working on the uniforms for the front office. So I have to kind of supply my own uniform at the moment. So just black trousers and skirt and blazer. And then just, you know, like plain color top, like white or black or something like that. Luckily, M&S is having a sale. <laughs> so I think tomorrow, because I'm actually 90% sure I'm going to get to see my friend Effie and her baby tomorrow. And I haven't seen them for months. Baby's about to turn one. And I think last time I saw them was probably like six months ago. It was a long time ago. Um, so probably tomorrow I will pop into M&S and have a look at their workwear, get myself a blazer or two, because um, they're always good to have for interviews anyway. And you never know, they might decide for, because usually like the HADs, the heads of department, don't have uniforms. Um, sometimes it depends on the hotel. Sometimes the assistants do, sometimes they don't. It's a little bit um, hit and miss with front office because they like people to have a uniform. But then at the same time, you are an assistant manager. So um, it is money that I don't want to spend. But yeah, 
it will probably come in handy and hopefully I'll be really lucky and I won't have to wear a uniform and I can just continue wearing the like trousers and everything like I would be wearing. So yeah, wow, that was a lot. I feel like I spoke really fast. Um, so yeah, that happened. <laughs> um, after the surgery, surgery went really well. I don't know if, I can't remember. I don't think I've done a podcast since the surgery. So surgery was completely bizarre. It was such a weird feeling because I was awake. Um, I could kind of like the injection part was, oh my God, it was the worst part. I didn't expect it to sting so much, but it like, he was like, just breathe. Everyone forgets to breathe. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I didn't even want to see how big the freaking needle was. So <clears throat> he did the injection and numb the area and everything. Um, and then they put this tourniquet on your arm or tourniquet, however you want to say it. Um, so it limits the blood flow. So you have less blood loss which he said, some people say that hurts a lot as well. But I was like, you know what? <laughs> it's fine. I'll survive. After that injection, I will survive. So they did that. I could kind of hear them because he was teaching one of his registrars how to do it. Obviously, he knew how to do it, but he was going through it with him. Um, <clears throat> so I could kind of hear what they were saying. But I was talking to one of the nurses and looking the other way. I was very keen to not look at what they were doing, even though I was very curious. But say I could feel like their finger in my hand moving around and feeling what was going on in there. And I was just like, oh, the worst part, I guess, after the um, anesthetic was when they made the, I think it was the first cut because it's like a ligament that they cut. And basically the ligament is very elastic. So it was a very weird sensation when they first cut it, you get like, I can't explain it. It's almost like pins and needles, but like it's like a snapping feeling because it's like if you cut a rubber band and it just, the elastic just goes. So it was like that. It was a bit strange. Um, and then basically they were like, okay, they stitched it up. He bandaged my hand up. Like they tried to wipe off all the blood and everything, bandaged my hand up. And then um, I had to sit out in the kind of waiting operation area in the bed. They gave me hot chocolate and biscuits. <laughs> and I sat there with my hand elevated for probably a good hour. Um, and then the mister came and picked me up. And the first couple of nights was a bit like, the first night was definitely the worst because it was like, how do I put my hand? It has to be elevated, trying to make it comfortable. And we had probably for the first week because of the elevation and everything, I had one of the dining room chairs right next to my side of the bed and I had a big square cushion on it and another cushion on top. And I ended up putting the cushion on my chest and putting my hand on the cushion because it was a lot more comfortable to do that. Um, but then some nights I would like have my hand out on the chair. So <laughs> the first two nights, it was probably the worst. Uh, the first day after the surgery, because I'd started taking the pain meds and the first like when I came home after the surgery, they said, try and take the pain meds before the feeling comes back into your hand, because then it's kind of too late. I waited a little bit too long, I think. And I was a bit like taking the pain meds. So it was a bit of a rough night, <clears throat> the first night. And then I woke up the next morning and my hand was hurting and I was just like, oh my God. So I was like, let me eat something. So I literally like just inhaled a muesli bar and was like, give me the medication. <laughs> so, <laughs> the mister being my nurse, he gave me the medication. And uh, then we kind of like, he was getting ready for work and everything. I got up and went 
and I would get up when he left and we would make like a little bed on the couch with my duvet and that. And I would get up at the same time as him because then that way I could have um, like the medications and stuff. I could have breakfast because I couldn't spread anything on toast or anything like that. And he would help me with all of that before he left. So I would get up the same time as him. So I did that. But then by about 8.30, I started to feel really dizzy, like insanely dizzy. And I was like, I need to sit down on the couch. So I was like, sat down on the couch. My head was spinning. And I was just like, oh, my God, what is happening? And I think I literally just didn't eat enough with that first lot of medication in the morning. And I was just like, wow. Even with my eyes closed, my head was spinning and it was just horrible. So for the first week, um, at least the first five days, I was sleeping an insane amount. So I, like I said, I would get up at 6.30 with him. By 8.39, I would be back on the couch. I would literally fall asleep. And then I would wake up again like four hours later. Sometimes I would go back to sleep in the afternoon and then I would have a full night's sleep again. So I was sleeping like four to six hours during the day and then another like eight to seven hours at night. It was a lot. (laughs) It was a lot. Um, But, you know, your body needs rest to heal and everything. We only had one other situation um, where I kind of fell asleep. So I'd had the pills and everything like that, but I fell asleep across lunch and then I didn't eat enough that day. So I felt really ill that day as well. Cause I didn't eat enough. It wasn't for taking extra medication. Cause I was always making sure I was eating a decent meal when I was taking it after that first incident. Um, it was just, that I didn't eat enough that day and I just, <laughs> I just couldn't deal with it. And I had a chronic headache and I just felt horrible and nauseous. And I thought, let me go have a shower. It'll feel better. And it didn't. And I came out and I was just like, I need something to eat. So he made me like a ham toasted sandwich. And then I was like, okay, I'm starting to feel a bit better, like a bit more normal. And then we had dinner and everything. But yeah, so it was a little bit rough the first week. Then I got to take the bandage off, which felt so strange to begin with. But then once the bandage was off and I could start to see what I could do, um, I kind of realized I could do quite a few things, but I was still trying to take it easy. I wasn't lifting things. I wasn't um, holding anything heavy. I was trying not to pick things up with my right hand, but I did kind of overdo it a little bit. Anyways, um, yeah, so I have been kind of overdoing it a little bit with my right hand. So now this is the 16th, so it's um when did I I had it on the 28th so that's like two and a half weeks later almost three weeks later I'm still wrapping like I wrapped it today to go into London I'm still being careful with it I'm still using my left hand for most things but yeah it's coming along nicely it should be all right so yeah starting on the second is definitely a godsend because it gives me a little extra time sorry I needed a drink um But yeah, so that's kind of what's been going on with me. You're pretty much up to date. Um, The last few days I've been a bit lightheaded, but we can't pinpoint what that is about. I think I started taking my vitamin D and iron again. So it could be something to do with that. It could just be that my levels are too high. So I'm going to stop taking that again. And then, um, yeah, everything else is 
fine. Life is coming along. It is 25 degrees today. It's sunny all this week. It was rainy and horrible for like a week back there, but it is sunny again and nice. We have a wedding coming up on the 22nd. Um, and yeah, like I said, I'm seeing my friend tomorrow on Saturday. Then on Monday, I have an appointment at the dentist because I've had a filling that's fallen out, which kind of sucks. And she's insisting on doing a teeth cleaning, which also sucks because I hate those. So I'm going to put myself through <laughs> some more pain. And then um, I just signed up also at the laser clinic so that I could get the hair lasered on my top lip and chin and everything. So it's basically like a full face so she can do like my cheeks and stuff like that because my hair is so dark. You can see it really easily. So I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that does not hurt. Um, but we've paid for it. I just need to figure out how to do the bookings online because obviously like it's all paid for now. So I'm not really sure how that works, but I'm excited for that because oh, that has been one thing that has bugged me. My entire life is my top lip and it's shaving, waxing, epilating, um, hair removal cream, everything. And it's the one thing that just gives me so much insecurity is like facial hair. So I am beyond excited to do that. You have to wait four weeks in between each appointment, but I'm like, you know what? It's fine. I have a feeling it's probably going to hurt a lot, <laughs> but at least if I just have to get through the appointments and then I don't have to do it ever again and I don't have to do any of the other stuff ever again, I'm sure it'll be worth it. She said it's going to be an amazing result. So I am excited about that. Um, what else is happening before work? I don't think anything else exciting is happening before work and just hanging out with the mister, relaxing, trying to enjoy my time off, trying to give my wrist time to heal and not spend any money because I'm still looking for a flatmate to move in here, but I'm not really getting any response at the moment, which is fine. But yeah, so anyways, I have to get out of here because I need to go down to work in a minute and uh, we're going out for drinks with some of the girls from work and hopefully my bestie, Christina, from my other work, go down to the river and sit in the sun, get some rays. So I need to go and finish my drink and quickly run to the toilet and all of that and then, yeah. So I will speak to you guys in a few months and I'm sure I'll have plenty of things to tell you um, and I will try and get some guests on. I know I always say that and then I get selfish and just keep talking by myself. But anyways, I hope you guys like this season. I know it's a little bit all over the place. Um, I'm always ahead <laughs> by a lot, but I'm only ahead by a week for this one. So I hope you liked today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the season. I can't believe season two is finished already. I'm really enjoying recording all of these. Thank you again for all of your support, for listening to me ramble on about stupid things and giving you my life updates and all of this kind of stuff. Life in your 30s isn't super exciting, but <laughs> yeah. Anyways, thank you again. And I will speak to you guys in season three. Bye guys. Oh, don't forget. Oh my God, I'm so bad at this. Don't forget to go to the main page so you can keep up to date with the vlogs that come out every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And at the moment, the blogs are coming out Thursday and Friday. Um, I'm at present able to do two blogs a week. Uh, we'll see when I get back to work how that's going to go. I might still continue with one blog that has a vlog embedded in it. Um, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. But Go to the main page, check that out. All the links for all my socials and Instagram and everything are there. Bye, guys.